and welcome to Infinite Deer, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. I'm your delectable host and dungeon master, Sam Went, and we have playing with us today Alex as Leah Flimflam, Emma as Ira Shat, George as Amber Phoebian, and Lachlan as Hendrick Stonesword. Last time on Infinite Deer, continuing their exploration of the lost city of Vitheim, our heroes discovered an old wizard's temple and inside, a disturbing account kindly left behind by one of the city's wizards. It recounted a story of how this wizard, in his exploration of the arcane arts, had discovered an entity that claimed to be a god, and promised the wizard power in exchange for the blood required to set it free. Evidently, he had taken the entity up on this offer, and our heroes later found hundreds of skeletons laid out in this entity's symbol in front of the city palace. As our heroes trepidatiously make their way across the field of bones towards Vitheim Palace, we bring you Chapter 7, Scooby-Doo Holes. Magical energy emanating from this large symbol, do we? There's no magic from this symbol. It's not going to come alive. Well, I, I don't know what it is. It could be some As a portal. giant flapping eye of many skeletal bodies. Oh, that would have been so cool. Wouldn't that be a cool monster, DM? Don't, don't, don't! <laughs> Stamp her skull! I need, I need pen paper in 30 minutes. <laughs> okay, uh, you open the doors to the palace. You find yourself in the palace entryway. There are faded portraits on the walls in very much the old dwarven style that maybe Hendrik has seen in older dwarven buildings he's been to. Uh, I've seen enough Scooby-Doo to know where this is going. Do any of them have eyes that kind of look like they're moving? Like, like this, this kind of eye slide to the left and then a pair of like our real eyes kind of look out. Are there any suits of armour in which I could hide in? I'm just going Scooby-Doo rules here. <laughs> are there any bookcases that yes. we could pull on? There's a, there's a suit of armour you can hide in. Oh, hell yeah, that's going to come in handy later. Isn't the, the, like, the eyes following you ever just like a technique painters do? No, 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 no. I mean, like, you know when there's like a secret passageway behind the painting yeah. and someone uses that as a little peep and tom hole? It's used by bad guys in Scooby-Doo and it perverts. Is. What perception for a pervert painting? Yes, here we go. One. <laughs> <laughs> Natural one. You get a feeling that there's one of those um, passages behind a large painting to your left. <gasps> I would like to move the painting. You found a wall. Oh! <gasps> Oh, that's disappointing, actually. That's really... Because that's not a passage, right? Lost strength. Three. <laughs> you fail to, um, with your strength, keep hold of this massive painting, oh. which falls over onto you. Take one damage. Oh, my oh, days. No. Does that mean Kronk gets damaged as well? Because... Kronk. Oh, shit. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on Kronk's yeah. back. I forgot you will. And I am leading him against his will. This whole time, he just does whatever I'm thinking. Please don't do that again. Okay, I won't. Uh, Ambo, Ambo, could you stop going around desecrating this, this what is now effectively a tomb? I, from from my head going through the painting in a kind of weak side head in a painting style, I just apologise and remove my head from the painting. Why were you even moving that painting? I was looking for Scooby-Doo holes. Wait, that sounds so dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was looking for the secret passage. Listeners, you've just got a new euphemism you can share with your friends. <laughs> what else would you call it? A Scooby-Doo hole? <laughs> I can't think of a better letter. Scooby-Doo like, did you know what? Forget it. Move on. Scooby-Doo hole sounds like something a Furby would have. Oh, <laughs> don't ruin my childhood more than it already has been. I mean, if we're going on Scooby-Doo rules, is there any part of the palace which looks like it's more highly detailed and better, <laughs> better drawn than the rest of the palace? Ahead of you, though, there are two very well-drawn double doors. To your right, there are a pair of equally well-drawn double doors. Well, this has never happened before. <laughs> two well-drawn items in a single scene? 
Which one do we take? You notice that Ambo is basically just colours and lines? When you say two pairs of double doors, yeah. do you mean just one doorway or two doorways? Two, two doorways. Like, there's a nice set of doors to your north and a nice set of doors to your east. Both would lead to different places. I think we just go straight down because if, if or maybe the right, will, the left will be like a little side passage. Can we have a little peep in the left? It's a very ornate corridor filled with more paintings that may contain Scooby Doo holes. I see. Can I have a little peep north? It's a rotted dining room. Uh, there's a four <sighs> long tables and a fifth table above the rest, like a head table. Does it look like there's enough food that I can make a comically oversized sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wait, there's food. How, oh, how rotten is food? Wait, how fresh? How rotten does food get after 1,500 years? Well, it usually isn't there after 1,500 years. It's been broken down to nothing. There's edible dust. Luckily, they had McDonald's, so it's still exactly the same. <laughs> Bacteria refuses to eat it. And yet another sponsor we can never get. Yeah, sorry, Mackenzie. Uh, Sam, sorry, just a point of contention. All dust is edible dust. <laughs> is that the secret of your diet? I'm not telling. Isn't anything edible, technically? Until you sick it back up, yeah. Okay. Everything's edible once. <laughs> At a minimum. Speaking of edibles, uh, we're finally kicking in. Are so, edible ones? I'll turn back just to relay that there is a kitchen. I thought it was a dining room. Never mind. Oh, um, sorry. You, re- yeah. you relay the wrong information. <laughs> There's a kitchen. It's not clever, Goblin. No, currently not. Um, I think we should go this way, comrades. I think I think down this corridor. Uh, it is where the ornate painting is, and I want to look for more of the pervert holes. But down in that dining room, I don't think there is anything. Oh, hang on, hang on. But in the dining room, there may, may be more exposition, no? Okay, team. Creepy dining hall or peephole corridor? Corridor. Yes, no, I think that the corridor is the, the better prospect. Yeah, at least in the corridor, if the Wendigo turns back up, we'll die quickly. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Onward, Krog! Yeah! Yeah, no. I assume he's moving. So you're I going refuse to, to move because this is degrading. Okay. Yeah, please. Yeah, please. Crook yeah, pull them all. Crook moves off. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Manners of everything. Okay, you go down the corridor. There's more, more of those paintings. I imagine that uh, Ambo insists on looking behind them all. Yes. <laughs> Unlike Ambo, I actually look at the paintings. Who are, they, who are they of? The paintings are of dwarves dressed in the fashion of roughly 1500 years ago. You don't know who any of these particular nobles are. You imagine perhaps the governor's friends. Do I see one which is particularly nice or well-preserved? Um, perception. No. <laughs> Five. These all look equally valueless. Oh. No one would want these. They're not even good paintings. Wow, they really did not put a lot of effort into painting their nobility here. No wonder the city collapsed. One's missing a nose. You think the artist just forgot? <laughs> <laughs> uh, down the corridor, there is a door to your left, a second door to your left, a door straight ahead of you, and a door to your right that is blocked by rubble. Biggie, biggie, door to the lefty. In the first room, there is a, a long table uh, with a map on it. There are dwarven skeletons in each of the seats. On one of the dwarven skeletons is what looks to be a large white scorpion. It appears to have a protrusion coming out of its mouth and is sucking the bone marrow out of one of the dwarven skeletons. I slam the door back shut and go, Fuck that for a month of Sundays! (laughs) What was in there, Ambo? A big creepy white scorpion. It was was sucking the bone marrow out of the skeletons. Why is this dungeon just full of oversized garbage creatures? But there was a map on the table. 
I'm surprised I even saw the map and I was distracted <laughs> by this scary <laughs> scorpion. It's one of those nice moulded maps that they had in like Game of Thrones before it was shit. But and the scorpion was standing on it, so to see the scorpion, you also incidentally saw the map. I see, so the scorpion was teabagging the map. I yes. Think, I think I know what to do. Noose. 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 <laughs> does it have does it, does it have a neck? You didn't really get that great a look at it. You just opened door, saw scorpion drinking bone marrow, slammed door. One but second, I think I've got a solution for this. You guys stay out here. I will go in and investigate the map. Now, just to double check, when I say you guys stay out here, you're not going to wander off anywhere and or get captured. No, we will listen to the slow sound of you being killed by Big White Scorpion. Okay, good idea. Yeah, we'll um, stay here, and if we hear screaming in the room, we'll still stay here. Excellent. That's that's the kind of leadership which I expect from you, Leah. Yes. Leadership. Assistant Matt. Hey. Hendrik uh, touches himself and turns... <laughs> And he touches his face and turns invisible. How? You shouldn't touch your face after touching yourself. <laughs> but sorry, how, how Rookie you, mistake. <laughs> how do you turn invisible when you don't have a... Ah, you see what I... Oh, no, I don't have a way to cast magic, do nope, I? Nope. Good call, good call. <laughs> sorry to be so fucking Hendrick with your plan. So just touches himself and a... walks into the room. He <laughs> just pokes his face with a useless stick. How, how accurately could I disguise myself as a scorpion? <laughs> Explain to me how you would disguise yourself. Very simple, my friend. Very simple. I put two hands up and I make the claws. I make the claws like the lobster. I say give it and, a go. And I have I have the sound as well. Scorpion, it go. And when you're on all fours or all threes as you currently are. Technically, I'd actually be on one because I have to keep the claws up. I could use elbows. I could I could throw it. Like I'm, I'm going to try and sneak in. Can I sneak in as a scorpion? If it fails, I will. Do I even bother <laughs> making you roll deception? Yes, this? yes you do, because if it's works, it'll be fucking hilarious. Fine, roll deception. Oh my god, come, come on. That's 20. Oh, oh my days! 17 plus 5! 22! Shame I set the DC at 25. Oh. You son of a bitch! <laughs> That's, but I'm so convincing! No, you're not! You're made of flesh! <laughs> instead of a kite in a shell! So I've basically gone and gone, Hello, fellow scorpion! <laughs> okay, so I've, I've crept up to the table and I guess tried to get you, the map. You creep up to the table and you suddenly um, feel... You feel that the, the thing protruding from the scorpion's mouth that was sucking the bone marrow has just shot into you. Ah! Okay. You were considered grappled, we're going to initiative. Okay, fine, fuck. <laughs> I, I scream for help. I don't know, we were told to stay here. So maybe we just stay here. <laughs> By him! <laughs> I know, I'm waiting on Hendrik to tell me if we can go and... Well, I need to wait for my turn. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be real bad. Did you leave the door open? So do yeah. we know you're currently getting fucked? I hope so. We're <laughs> just standing there watching. <laughs> we're staying. Uh, the scorpion is going to now attack you with its claws because Fuck. it won the initiative order and well you're its food now I see and it hits and you take a total of uh, 10 damage 
As the scorpion holds you with its claws, it's got clamped on you while sucking out your flesh through its filament. Oh my fucking lord. Okay, is it my go then? Uh, no, it's Leah's turn. Am I close enough to be able to get to the scorpion this turn and yeah. whack it? Yeah, you're close enough to go into the room, see the scorpion <laughs> snacking on your friend. I'm gonna I'm gonna walk up and just say, careful, it's on you. Go <laughs> <laughs> and whack the scorpion. I don't know, in such a way that I'm not Hitting Ambo, if possible. Okay, roll to hit. What I like is right now I'm basically a Capri Sun. <laughs> does a 12 hit? A 12 does not hit. But at least it's not a crit fail, so you're still alive for now. Thank you. Okay, uh, it is now Ivor turn. Before Ivor runs into battle, yeah. is there someone here who can, who can actually heal? Yes. Nice. Okay, <laughs> Ivor is going to uh, once again pull out her rapier and go in for an attack against the freaky white squad. Scorpion and probably miss with a nine. Yep, nine definitely misses. She just swipes and nearly hits Ambo and is like, oh, I am so sorry. Oh no. <laughs> Ambo continues to be a Capri Sun. Uh, Hendrik, it's your turn. The third member of team running and try and hit the Scorpion <laughs> comes in with his uh, quarterstaff held above his head. No longer magical, but still a good beating implement. Okay. And I attempt to beat the Scorpion with the stick. Get off of him. Get off. Ooh, uh, 22 Hit. 22 hits. Uh, and that is 8 bludgeoning damage. 8 bludgeoning damage. Excellent. Uh, the scorpion still continues to drink from Ambo. Oh no. Ambo, it's your turn. Great. I roll to hit. Roll to hit. 12 to hit. No. 12 does not hit. Goddamn, it's going to keep sucking me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the scorpion for its turn is going to continue to Capri-sun you. But I've just remembered I have a thing which probably would have come in handy earlier, my protection fighting style. So as long as the scorpion is within five feet of me, which I assume it is because I was is. attacking it, um, I can use my shield to try and protect Ambo and impose disadvantage on the attack roll. Okay, the, pr the problem with this is it's very difficult to get a shield in between a tube that is attached yeah. to him. Fine. So, unfortunately... Well, that's a disturbing noise. <laughs> this scorpion has a silly straw, so uh, I don't you know. You take six damage, and then you take another... I'm down. <laughs> I'm down. Don't, don't bother. I'm down. Okay. Zero. The scorpion finishes sucking off Ambo and releases... <laughs> Sorry, it does what? <laughs> <laughs> it's what we've been doing this whole time. <laughs> yes. Guys, help, I've already come three times. <laughs> Liam, it's your turn. Oh, my um, God, I'm so sorry. Yeah, okay, so it's now detached itself, right? Yep. Um, Who will be next for the scorpion to suck off? Stop saying that. <laughs> Stop saying it like that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm just gonna do the same old, same old. Now that Ambo is down, I'm just gonna attack the scorpion with all my might, but I'm gonna bring down my morning star directly on its head and its silly straw. And does a 16 hit? 16 hits. Yes. For eight damage. Eight like damage. Plunge it into its eye holes. Mmm. Plunge it. It's really not like it has eye holes according to the picture. Well, where its eye holes should be. <gasps> Can we see it's it? It's a handsome devil, isn't it? Ooh. Oh <laughs> no. What's that hole in the middle of its face for? See, that's, a, that's a thing that was sucking off Ambo. Oh, oh wait. <laughs> you have to insert something inside it? Yeah, it has like a little, little um, protrusion that goes... <laughs> Yeah, we, we said it's got a silly straw, but it's yeah, a silly straw. That's a silly straw. Yeah. That's and nasty. Little... <laughs> oh, it's, what size class is it? Uh, it is medium. Cool, it's bigger than me then. So <laughs> I'm going to use my fury of the small. I'm so, so pissed off at how small I am. You're barely big... a snack to it. Yeah, and how big this is in comparison that I'm going to deal an extra three damage to it. I'm sure that was worth it. Um, it is now Ivor's turn. Can we, like, capture it as a mount? 
Can I do, do animal handling? Roll animal handling! No, wait, I might be, I'm really shit. I don't, I don't want to animal handle. Maybe no, anyone I want, else I want, like you, I want you to. I want you to be able to ride the scorpions. Alright, I'm gonna try it then. Tell me how I'm you sure try we... to calm the cave fisher. Um, alright, alright. We have a previously done noose from all our other noose <laughs> escapades. Yeah. So Ivy uses this noose to loop it around the scorpion's front and like, you know, does some wild west shenanigans. You're trying to tame it like a stallion. Yeah! Breaking oh, it in. Okay, you tried to break the, the scorpion. <laughs> yeah, roll yeah. animal handling. Okay. 13? Unfortunately, the scorpion bucks you off. <laughs> Quick no. question. Yeah. So, uh, Sam, the scorpion, does it have a scorpion stinger as well? Um. Or is it tailless? It's It's got a tail, but it's not got a stinger on it. Oh, okay. Because I was just thinking, because if riding a scorpion is pretty much setting yourself up to be stung <laughs> in the back. <laughs> Dicing with danger. <laughs> not if it loves you. Hendrik, it's your turn. Uh, I don't love the scorpion, so I'm just going to try and beat it with my stick again. See, this is why you failed to tame it, because it knows your friends are trying to kill it. Good point. <laughs> this is for sucking off my friend! <laughs> oh, See, so it's I, fine if you say it. I can say it, and it's also fine if I crit. Uh, so that nice. is... And it's 12 bludgeoning damage. That's pre-doubled. I'm actually better at doing damage without magic, I've found. <laughs> as you bring your stick down on the scorpion's head, it seems dazed as well. It looks around trying to work out where you guys are. Amber, it's your turn. Death save, please. I choose to uh, bleed profusely on the floor out of the hole in my chest. <laughs> okay. Uh, death save. 15. Okay. So that means I did not die there. Yep, yep you, you got did. one success. Okay, it's now the scorpion's turn because it's dazed. It's going to have to look around and see if it can find you. It fails to find you. It is now Leo. It's your turn. Fantastic. I will do the good old wombo combo of my morning star in its face. Okay, morning star the cave fisher. Ah, 23. 23 hits. Pearl. Four bludgeoning damage. Okay. Over, it's your turn. Ride right the scorpion. Ride the scorpion. No! <laughs> it was almost... Maybe I should just carry on. Everyone's doing such a good job. Yeah. No. I was, I was going to go in and bring the rapier out this time again because taming it was a bad idea. And that will be 12. A 12 does not hit. Okay. Because I love the scorpion, I miss. That's why. I'd appreciate it. <laughs> Hendrik, your turn. Ivor, you deliberately tried to miss the scorpion. No, not at all. I I would not uh, think about not hurting this beautiful creature. As I she don't... calls it beautiful, you look into its scorpiony face. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand this. I'm just going to hit it. It's probably still got one of my intestines hanging out of its mouth. I just bring the quarterstaff down again on its shell. Um, 16? 16 hits. And that is three more bludgeoning damage. The Scorpion turns its attention to you, Hendrik. Oh no! And it rolls to try and spear you on its straw. George needs to bleed out. Oh yeah, sorry, I forgot a death save. Death Asshole. save, George. <laughs> Asshole! Six. Ooh, one down. One failure. All right, on the scorpion's turn, it's going to turn its attention to you, Hendrik, and go at you with its crazy straw mouth. And I will use my protection thing this time, because it's not currently connected, to impose disadvantage on its attack roll. Okay. You got lucky, thanks to the disadvantage. Uh, you are not strawed. However, it still gets to try and attack you with its claws. And it hits. Uh, what did it get to hit? Um, 15. Okay, I cast shield on myself, raising my AC to 17 for this turn. Ah! You so, have defeated the cavefish's claws. So as it strikes at me with a claw, there's suddenly an invisible barrier which it hits into like a force field. I still cower, but mm. it hits for force field. <laughs> <laughs> just hungry, guys. Let it eat. Liam, it's your turn. Same again. I'ma just whack it with my morning star. 
Okay, 21 to hit for right. a total of seven. It's actually piercing damage as I ram my morning star into its face. You whack it before it can suck you off. Ivor, it's your turn. <laughs> Ivor reluctantly raises her paws over Ambo and sort of looks around to the party like, should I waste my last <laughs> Should I? Uh, Hedrick catches your eye and just nods emphatically. Krug shakes his head. <laughs> okay, I was going to wave her paws over Ambo's bleeding, bloody, horrible, messy body. His and... straw hole. Yes, his straw hole. <laughs> Seal up the straw hole uh, and kill him for something. Who knows? <laughs> At least you're up, whatever it is. Yeah, stick that in your straw hole and smoke it. Uh, Ambo is up with. 10 hit points. Nice. Yeah, thank just, you. Alright, Hendrik, it's your turn. Emboldened by the fact that I now have a shield, I'm gonna just strive forwards and smack it with the stick again. 15? Doesn't hit. Ah, oh, its AC is 16. Ah. Ambo, it's your turn. Sweet. I'm on the floor, I assume, so I kind of come to it and I'm like, yeah. And you on Krug's back? No, because no, I crawled in on oh, that, into that thing. Of course. He was a scorpion. <laughs> yes, so in other words, you thought I was getting sucked off by the scorpion, right? And you thought Krug was just like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. I better do nothing about this. Krug so, doesn't like you. You keep being mean to him. Oh yeah, that's a, like a 24 to hit or 22 to hit. That hits. Um, brilliant. And I'm going to use my sneak attack because it's with other people. Yeah. And that is 5 plus 2, which is 7, 11, ooh, and 8. 19. 19. Describe how you get revenge on this scorpion. I, 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 after coming to, I pull out my crossbow and I, I kind of look up at it. I guess it's still on the table. Yeah. That's right. And I'm just, just like, how do you like being penetrated, asshole? And I fire my crossbow right up into its kind of belly. The scorpion takes the crossbow bolt in its soft underbelly, goes, and, and falls over and crumples up dead. It's a Pokemon. <laughs> This Stop! Kind of cute. Stop trying to make the scorpion cute. It's not cute. It's last words are Kate Fisher, Kate Fisher. Ivor has a moment of mourning over the scorpion's but dead body. We can do a scorpion funeral. Yes. <laughs> I um, it's the signal for Krog to pick me back up and put me on his back again. I look very sad and I say to the group, "I'm sorry, I'll behave." In the future, I'll stop entering rooms with my bullshit. Amber, I notice you keep dying. Would you like some healing? <laughs> Save it for someone more worthwhile. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, save it for someone who wants to yes, stupid shit. We know he is going to die again, so we should probably save it for them. <laughs> but, credit where credit is due, Ambo, identifying that the scorpion's underbelly was its weak point, genius. Pure genius. Yes, that was the plan all along. <laughs> Got down on floor and then get to underbelly. It was all part of the plan. Oh, so we're just ignoring the fact that I clearly did the most damage to that. Well, you kept hitting the top part of it like I did, like fools that we were. Well, perhaps I am if insulted. we had not been so aggressive with it, we could have had it as a pet. Either we're going to be having a conversation later about <laughs> pets versus enemies, <laughs> but not now. We need to get out of this dungeon first. I imagine there will be a flip chart. <laughs> Are you just upset because you are a pet? I want someone else to be the pet. Fine, I Not see. me. I see. We need someone else. Uh, how about we look at this map we just fought a scorpion for? That does imply that it was in fact the scorpion's map. <laughs> Maybe it was. Who else's map was it? 
So what's on this map? Roll investigation for me. Why me? I'm, I suck at investigations. Then don't keep saying I'll investigate. <laughs> well, I don't think anyone else is any good at investigations either. I am. Wait, you're good at investigations? Yeah. Free. Oh, right. Yeah, plus two for me. What? I got a... What? Plus two. <laughs> oh. For investigation. Well, the idiot of the group goes to the map and yeah. attempts to work it out. I got a 14. Okay, Um, it's a map of the local area with right hand clearly marked. It shows uh, defensive positions around the city based on the little markers that the scorpion presumably knocked off the floor. Um, you see some marked with the crest of this city and others marked with the royal crest of Alheim. This seems to be where they were preparing for the siege. Oh my fucking god, I died for more fucking exposition. <laughs> for fuck's sake! I thought it was going to be a practical map! Damn it! Is there anything else in the room of use? Uh, how do you consider dwarf skeletons? Mm, whimsical. Uh, <laughs> and difficult, but not impossible to masturbate to. Uh, other than that, no opinion. I mean, these dwarf skeletons themselves are a marvel of medicine, given the bone marrow has survived 1,500 years. That is incredible. I wasn't going to say anything, because I felt like Sam needed a little bit of a wind. <laughs> yeah, that was really slow See, was it, wouldn't it be really nice if maybe a medical student was on the writing team still and could maybe pick these things up if maybe the person with zero medical knowledge had been left to write the campaign? If only such a person had not defected to the players like the traitorous whore he is. Power to the players. But Sam, you knew this because we entered a hall that had food in it and you're like, no, food doesn't last that long. Scorpion food? Oh no, that, that is invincible. I that, that marrow lasts forever. I imagine bone was like a hard zip lock bag keeping food fresh forever. Bone, the ultimate Tupperware. That's why I keep everything in my fridge in bones. Let's, keep, let's stop talking about bones. And that's, is there, there's nothing else in the room of use we should crack on. There's a painting. <laughs> no, we can't my bullshit. You leave the room and carry back down the corridor. There is a door to your left and a door in front of you and a door to your right that is uh, blocked with stone. I try the door to the right. Again. <laughs> Walk into the stone. <laughs> it just won't move. No, I fuck it. Roll strength. I'm going to pile drive my way through this. Uh, Eleven. You fail to move the stone. Well, how much stone is there? Does it look like it could be moved relatively quickly by a party of five? No, it doesn't. Ah. Right, well, clearly this doorway is not leading us anywhere, being full of stone and that. I've checked twice now. Let's try the other door on the left. You open it and you're in a what you, what you think used to be a drawing room. There's couches where people would sit and talk, uh, the remains of a table, uh, there's books in the wall. Old pieces of paper covered in drawings? No, no old pieces of paper. You scan this room for audio diaries, I mean uh, bits of paper, <laughs> and there is nothing here. There is a um, door to your left, ahead of you, and a door to your right. Let's do maze rules. Let's go left. But that will just lead us back into the map room, won't it? Will it? Did it? Could it? Possibly. I mean, it's the same, like, direction. But there was, was there no a do door? There wasn't a door you saw. <gasps> Secret door! What if it was behind the painting? Ivor runs and checks. No, it's, it's just a, a different room. Oh. <laughs> What's in the room? It's a kitchen. Hey! <laughs> Lear, look what I have found! It is the kitchen you talked of! Does yeah. it look like the dining hall I saw? No. <laughs> no, no, this is the dining hall. Uh -huh. I saw the kitchen! I'm not quite sure if you are cognitively aware of what the dining room is, but it is not this. 
Okay, good. You've seen a kitchen. Are there any doors leading off of the kitchen? There's one. Maybe it's a pantry filled with old food that is now dust. Unless it's bone marrow. Bone I checked that door for dust. Bone marrow doesn't go off. That's why you have to eat bone marrow after the apocalypse. That's canon now. That's canon in this universe, but yeah. bone marrow just stays there forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I am so sorry that I did not thoroughly research bone marrow, <laughs> an incredibly small part of this campaign before today. Uh, Hendrik walks over to the door and uh, tries it. The door is kitchen that is. It opens. It leads into a long corridor with uh, doors going off it. Uh, they look to be small bedrooms. You think you're in the servants' quarters. Right, I, I think I found where they keep the servants. Um, I'm not sure if it's worth having a look through here to see if we can glean any information. Uh, I doubt a amazing fairy tale axe would be kept in a servant's room. They're also illiterate, so I can't write exposition. Well, there's no <laughs> point in being here, then. <laughs> I turn around and walk back to the drawing room in a huff. Okay, door to your right and door ahead of you. Right. You're in a small room. There was a door set into the wall, as if they tried to, like, not be, like, super, like, yeah, there's a door here, but just casually, there's a door here, but we're going to pretend it's wall. I like their nonchalance. Yeah. Mm. It's nice. And a door ahead of you. Well, let us go through subtle door. Yes, no, I'm with you. Subtle doors tend to lead to better things. There are stairs leading downwards. Ooh. Ooh. Might be a pantry. Or there might be a big snake down there if I know anything about downward stairs. <laughs> so far, 100% of downward stairs we've encountered. Snakes. Oh, I, that's going down first. Someone else can go first. I'll go first. March onwards. Okay, you go down the stairs. It leads to a, a narrow passage and then stairs leading back up. I'll go up the other stairs. Uh, there was a door on the other side of the other stairs. I open the door. Okay. Gingerly. You emerge in a large, richly decorated stone chamber. A large part of the ceiling is missing, as are many sections of the wall. The walls that remain are smooth and painted stone in reds and golds, but these have faded with age and water dripping in from the cave above. The far end of the chamber is a large stone statue of a dwarf wearing a crown and seated on a throne. A door within the statue is open. Gathered in front of this statue are about 40 haggard-looking dwarven soldiers, and also a terrified human who has been gagged and wrapped in chains next to them. Who is this man wrapped in chains? Will Ambo ever find himself a Scooby-Doo hole? And why does that statue have a door in it? Find out on the next revelatory episode of Infinite Deer, a Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Thank you for listening to Infinite Deer. If you like what we do and would like to support us, please consider following us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. And be sure to subscribe to your podcast app of choice to keep up to date with the latest episodes. We also have a coffee page at coffee.com forward slash infinite deer, where you can help us keep the lights on by sending us a pound, a dollar, your first ball, or whatever you can spare in your local currency. Thanks so much.